the chief on wetlands, great place to watch migratory birds. Mm. A lot of birds down south, you know. Mm. Um, you know Taiwan's the best place for um, paragliding? Saija Park, Air Park. I could have swore that was it's in Taiwan. It's down Lugia. there. Lugia. Yeah, I could have swore it was no, in Louisville. No, that's oh. the best. That's where they hold the national competition. Oh. Also, the National Museum of Marine Biology and Aquarium is down there mm. and Wanjing Catholic Church where all the Christmas lights is from the Qing Dynasty, very historical church. Mm. And anyway, it was a lot of beautiful things to see in Pingdong. I think I got everything there. this all about? Why are they doing that? What's going on here? It's Curious John. What is he curious about today? The country of Indonesia is home to more than 267 million people. They're spread out over more than 17,000 islands that cover nearly 2 million square kilometers altogether. So how would you go about looking for just one of those 267 million people if you didn't even know their real name? This isn't a hypothetical question. It was the real problem that faced a young Taiwanese student earlier this year. This is a story of traumatic separation and reunion against the odds. And here to help me tell it is RTI Indonesian's Tony Tamsir, who was part of what became an international search effort. This story is about a Taiwanese girl named Jihan and her beloved Indonesian nanny, the woman who essentially raised her through her first few years of life. Now, Indonesia is one of the main nations Taiwan turns to when it needs caregivers. But usually, these days at least, it's senior citizens who seem most likely to have an Indonesian caretaker. Why did the infant Jihan need a full-time caretaker to look after her in the first place? Jihan's mother has to work mm. in uh, Shanghai, so their parents are doing business in Shanghai. Right. So the whole uh, children's are staying in Taiwan. By themselves, with just a caretaker? Uh, maybe uh, with the caretakers, of course, and also with some uh, relatives. Okay. Okay, yes. So it's not just the caretakers. Not only the caretakers. But the caretakers are the person who spend the whole time right. with Jihan. Yeah. And so how long were they together? How many years? Uh, around three or four years, So I that's think. A, quite an attachment, then. This Indonesian woman was essentially Jirhan's mother. Though Jirhan was very small at the time, she still has many happy memories of their time together. Then, one day, something traumatic happened that left questions and pain lodged deep inside Jirhan for years afterwards. One day, she just left. No one told just her why? Yeah, no one told her why. Strangely enough, it was COVID-19 that led Jirhan to start asking these questions out loud. So after maybe 15 years, I think, she just suddenly remembered because of COVID-19 too. At that time, maybe in April, no one has a mask at the time. She just think that this nanny, is she still alive? And she just left me one teddy bear as a gift before she left. And she said nothing to her. And when this COVID-19 breaks out and what's happened and 
uh, this nanny is in Indonesia, but Indonesia is very big, and then uh, Indonesia doesn't have a good medical system. People have no masks at the time. She might have turned to her parents, who, after all, had hired this caretaker in the first place. But it had been well over a decade, and with memories of the details long faded, even they wouldn't have been of much help. They are working in Shanghai. So they didn't remember anything either. It's too long ago. They lost all the、uh, paperwork, or actually, they lost all the papers. They don't remember anything. Yeah. So no. still nothing to go on. So Jurhan decided to turn to one of Taiwan's most popular magazines for help. Ah,、uh, she wrote a letter to the director of Commonwealth magazine. She said that she suddenly remember about、uh, the caretaker who take good care of her、uh, when、uh, she was still a child. She doesn't remember what is she name. She just know that this nanny call Dewey, like a nickname. The name that usually they call、uh, this nanny. She wrote the the letter to the director of Commonwealth magazine. That remember, I was、uh, taken care of by this nanny from Indonesia, and then she was、uh, very good to me. The director told her maybe you should write a kind of、uh, letter to this nanny in Mandarin,、mm-hmm. and also I can put it in, into Facebook, and then I will ask my friend. Actually, the director happened to have a number of friends that might be able to help. People working in the mass media. Among them was Tony, who also, helpfully enough, is Indonesian himself and is also a program host. He has quite a following here in Taiwan among Indonesian migrant workers and also fans back home in Indonesia itself. She called me, Tony. I have a good case, but also a good story for you. Can you do her help?、Mm-hmm. Because、uh, you are Indonesian, and then you have a、uh, a lot of、uh, relative and connective. Uh, connectivity with Indonesia and fans. Yeah, fans. <laughs> and,、uh, well, I said yes. Yes, why not? Yeah, just、uh, give me the letter, and then Jahan、uh, sent the letter, including the translation of Indonesia. So、uh, you translated it? In, in <laughs> has already been translated by him,、okay. by her friends, maybe by,、okay. by her friends.、Uh, so I just put the translation, and then with one picture that this nanny. With、uh, Jihan、right. when she was still very very young, and then we just say that、uh, we want to find Dewi who has taken care of、uh, Jihan、uh, when she was maybe two or three years old,、mm-hmm. and then we just put it into our website into the Facebook. Did you broadcast it on the radio as well? Yes, of course. Yes,、uh, I mentioned it in, in the radio, but I think that、uh, it's not enough. Right. So you don't know where in Indonesia she is because we don't have any clue. No name. No real name. We just know that she's called Dewi. No address. No、uh, phone number. And has no any other Facebook accounts or something like that. We、right. we we didn't have anything when she left Taiwan. We are not into the internet at the time. That's a good point. That was before pre. So we're talking pre-internet when those. Yeah, pre-internet,、out. and then we we don't have a, a kind of like now so, like、uh, the technology like now, so we can get still connected with、yeah. each other. Soon, other media outlets, both in Taiwan and Indonesia, were on board. But the same core problem remained: how many people named Dwi might there be in Indonesia, and might Jurhan have remembered her nickname wrong? After all, Tony says it might also have been Dwi, another Indonesian nickname with a different spelling altogether.
the first week of May, we put in into our website and media, and then uh, also uh, including the CNA and the Indonesian Detik and also Suara. These two medias are, are big media in Indonesia. They put into the media on 8th May, and then there's a sign from Indonesia that yes, somebody know this woman. So, so a listener or a reader. A reader uh, wrote it and said that they a reader, know she was. Yeah, a okay. reader uh, said that, yeah, no, this is a woman who, who stay in here. And then the Indonesian media start to contact this woman. And she said that, yes, this is my picture. Oh. This is my picture with Jihan. It matched. And then, of course, Jihan, after got this news, it's Mother's Day, actually. On oh, Mother's and, Day of all days, wow. Yeah, quite emotional. And after that, Dewey sent some pictures of herself when she was still in Taiwan at Zhihan home. That's really sweet. So yeah. she kept that. Zhihan answered that, yes, this is the picture of my house. And so we just do the contact. So Zhihan called Dewey because Zhihan has already got Dewey's number. Okay. Through FaceTime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just did the FaceTime and then they just meet each other. Did they ever find out what had happened? How, why did she leave so suddenly and not tell anyone? Uh, because the contract ended. And, but she didn't say anything? Why, why, hadn't, why hadn't anyone told her what happened? Uh, the agency doesn't have to say anything to Jahan. To the, right. the agency will pick you up. Some people will not have enough time to say goodbye or explain anything or do some fizzy things before they left. It may have been COVID-19 that sparked this reunion, but COVID-19 has also made it so that a physical reunion is still some time away. Still, a happy ending is a happy ending. And it isn't the last. RTI has since been involved in one other successful reunion, this time of a young Taiwanese person and their Vietnamese nanny. It is, as Tony says, the power of the media at work here. These two stories have opened the floodgates a bit. Of course, as Tony also says, no media outlet is a missing person location service. We're not detectives here. But he says there are still some more pending cases that may just lead to similar old traumas finding their resolution at last. I'm Curious John, and I'll see you again next week. listening to Radio Taiwan International. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Recently, I heard about a middle school in central Taiwan that has over 8,000 students. And it's figured out how to get 126 school buses full of students out of the parking lot in just 10 minutes. Now, when you think about it, that's a seriously, seriously well-orchestrated ballet that they have there. And that got me thinking about how important it is for a densely packed country like Taiwan to be able to move people around quickly and efficiently. I'm Andrew Ryan, and in today's Ear to the Ground, we go witness for ourselves the logistics of crowd control. And ear to the ground. I think it's important for me to begin by pointing out that the greater Taipei metropolitan area 
which by many estimates includes not just Taipei City, but also New Taipei and Geelong, that area has a population of nearly 7 million people. But it's not just the size of the population that makes crowd control so important. It's the density. Government statistics show that Taiwan had the second highest population density in the world among countries with a population of at least 10 million people. Bangladesh topped the list with a population density of 985 people per square kilometer. And Taiwan has a density of 632 people per square kilometer. But in the big cities like Taipei and Kaohsiung, that number jumps to over 10,000 people per square kilometer. And when you think about it, that's absolutely mind-boggling. And it makes crowd control even more important. Of course, urban planning is of the utmost importance, but there are other tricks to get people to move quickly. Some of them are high-tech, like the school in Taichung that uses GPS tracking to choreograph the movement of its buses. But there are other tricks to expediting the movement of people. Recently, I went to a performance of Cirque du Soleil at the Taipei Arena, and when I arrived in front of the venue, I was impressed by what I saw and heard. Move quickly, the show's about to start, they yell into their megaphones, and the people comply. Imagine the task that they're faced with. They need to get a huge audience with a potential size of 15,000 people into their seats so that the show can start at 7.30 p.m. on the dot. And also, this is right in the middle of Taipei, and we're at the heart of Taipei's extended evening rush hour. Now, these workers are aided by the fact that there's a huge number of doors leading into the arena from all directions, and by the fact that so many people have arrived from public transportation, and they've walked over on foot. Nearby metro stops mean that people don't have to drive, which would only add to the gridlock. Now, tonight it's particularly important for people to get into their seats on time because they don't allow people to enter during certain parts of the show. And does all that yelling and urging work? Well, yes, it does. The show starts almost exactly on time, and I see very few people arriving late. It's an impressive feat considering people in Taiwan aren't exactly known for being prompt for things like weddings or performances. So in the end, it's the simplest trick in the book, yelling at people to hurry up, which actually gets the crowd to move more quickly. Sometimes it's the most basic of ideas that work the best. With the Near to the Ground, I'm Andrew Ryan.
Ellen, pull yourself together already. It's time to feast. Sit down at the table with Andrew Ryan and Ellen Chu on Feast Meets West. Hello, welcome to the feast, and this is Ellen Chu, and this is Andrew Ryan. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Yes. So, what are we going to do today, Ellen Chu? We are talking about something that I think is a very, very interesting topic. The title of the show is "Better with Age." Mm-hmm. Kind of like me, kind of like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're both young still, so it's hard to say. Right. But. Recently, a friend of mine discovered、uh, a batch of vinegar、mm-hmm. that she had put into some urns and had stored beneath a stairway,、mm. and she'd totally forgotten about those urns of vinegar、mm-hmm. until recently. She discovered them, she pulled them out, and then she decided to bottle the vinegar, put them in tiny bottles, and give them to friends and family.、Mm. So when I went to visit her recently. She gave me these two little bottles, and I actually can show you those little bottles right now. Would it really be good? Because I've had these kind of like you know European like like vinegar from Spain,、mm-hmm. and it's like forty years old, and it costs fortune.、Mm-hmm. And is it good? It's good. It is good.、Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's the tricky thing, right? Like. You know, last week we learned that beer—you don't want to put it, for, you know, keep it for too long. You need to drink it.、Mm-hmm. But we do know that, like wine, for example, the longer some kinds of wine,、mm-hmm. like you can't do a Beaujolais or a new Beaujolais、mm-hmm. that has to be drunk quickly. Right. But other kinds of wine, if you put it aside and bring it out later, it could be delicious. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think vinegar is kind of the same thing. Right. Oh. So these little tiny bottles of vinegar. So cute. And you can just have a little look at them. How come the, how come the color is different? Well, because they're made of different things. Oh, okay. Does it say on there which one is which? I hope it says on there which one is which. Tian Zhu Shi Ai. No, it doesn't say which is which. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. So she probably thinks that you can tell from color. Okay, I think she did tell me.、Uh, she's going to tell me、okay. when we、uh, get into our、uh, first course in just、mm-hmm. a moment. We're going to hear about the differences between these two.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to see whether or not they taste delicious because they've been aged. Okay, for how many years?、Uh, for quite a while. It says ninety-one, 九一年 So so that's two thousand two. So、mm-hmm. that's been about、uh, nearly twenty years, right? Yeah, eighteen. So if it、okay. was a teenager, it'd be ready to go off to college. Blossomed, blossoming teenager. Have you set anything aside for a long time, in like maybe a closet or a box or in an attic? Anything that you wanted to set aside for later use? I set aside a lot of things. You know, I set aside a lot of my like you know. Mini iPod, the first generation. Oh, I have mine too. Right, and I set aside a lot of my clothes. Ooh. Yeah, I set aside, you know, my kids' first set of baby clothes.、Mm. You know, so I'm a person who really likes to set aside a lot of things for memory, which is not good because you start building up, you know, a whole attic. Yeah, where do you keep everything? Do you have closets? I have closets and place to put them. Lots of closets. Right, and I. 
put aside like the first pair of my kids' shoes or like the first pair of my wedding shoe, mm. right? So I set aside a lot of things. And you keep them in your place or do you have right. storage? Uh, and I set aside like a lot of my homework and notebooks oh, from high man. school in my brother's garage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I have several boxes in my parents' basement. Hopefully you they're not too, listening. Because right? yes. <laughs> every know. time I go back there, they're like, when are you going to clean out those boxes? I know. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, you know, I set aside things. Every time I try to throw a little bit more away, but it's so hard. It's so hard. Even like, you know, throwing away a lot of the clothes. <sighs> you know, I, I guess, you know, each piece of clothes, it's not just like clothes for me. It's like, you know, you like it. Mm. And for some reason, there is a memory attached to it. Do you know, I still have my old like Cub Scout uniform. You do. I do. And I recently pulled it out. I found it. Actually, I can show you a little picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty... Yeah, look at this. It's tiny. Wow. I took a picture of it. I pulled it out of the box. You should wear it next time. I can't wear that. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. I could stick it over my head. Okay. (laughs) Teeny tiny little outfit. And it has has Australian badges on Mm -hmm. it. It has boomerangs on it because we live in Australia. I was the only kid in the Australian Cubs that had a dark blue Mm -hmm. Cub Scout uniform. And I set aside a ring that my dad wore. Mm. I set aside a watch that my dad wore. Mm. And I set aside a pen that he used to always sign all his, you know, like documents. Do you ever pull them out and look at them? Yeah, I do. Mm. Like once in a while, like maybe annually I do. Mm. Yeah. Nice way to connect with the person when they're Uh gone. So, you know, there's a lot of things like, you know, I... I keep a lot of things that's, you know, from my childhood, actually. Mm. I still have a doll <laughs> back in my brother's house. I have my old teddy bears. Right. And then it's like all the hair is like chopped off. <laughs> yeah. and, my, and my daughter and my son would say, that freaked me out, you know, that doll. Oh, it's very loved, I think is yeah. what you would say, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting how we keep things like that, like right. little memories, physical uh-huh. memories. And, you know, at different ages, when you pull them out, you have a different feeling, Mm. right? When you're 20 years old, you look at it, you know, you have one kind of feelings. And then, you know, another level of feeling is when you're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, it builds up. I think for you also, once you get married, there's a different feeling. Once you have kids, Kids, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling, too. Uh. Right. So many things to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to bring you on a bit of a journey today. Um, we are going to step into the memories of a friend of mine whose sister made the vinegar that we're going to talk about. And her sister is no longer with us either. Mm-hmm. So the vinegar, the taste of the vinegar brings back memories of that beloved sister as well. Mm. So we're going to go into our menu and tell you about what's going to happen in today's show. Okay. All right, so we're going into the menu first course. We'll begin with the moving story behind the vinegar we are featuring in our show. In the second course, we're going to actually be sampling that vinegar right here in the studio. And in the third and final course, what other things can you think of that gets better with age? Yeah, so many things to think about. We're going to start off with a song that's called I Need Jojo. Love mm. you for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It is by Jojo. Jojo. 
。整个夜晚辗转难眠，闭上双眼，你的笑脸，顽皮的眨着眼，就像你在身边，看着你，千里之外失去留言。不曾间断早安晚安，跨过了换日线，就像你在身边。为什么爱你会那么幸福？会那么幸福？为什么爱你不觉得辛苦？不觉得辛苦？为什么爱你越来越在乎？因为我爱你，就值得庆祝，就值得庆祝。再见，你已经过了九十九天，属于穿上新的季节。但是要我和你的约定没改变，为什么？We're back now on the second course of today's Feast Me to West. Our program continues in a Dayan or a Tile Tribe village in northern Taiwan called Nalo. It's in Xinju County. My friend Yao pulls out two tiny bottles of vinegar, the size of a liquor bottle, from an airplane. 辣椒醋，一个是树朵醋。One of them is a chili vinegar, she says, and the other one is made from shu dou, or literally tree peas, sometimes called pigeon peas in English. And then slowly, she begins to tell me the story behind the vinegar. 那这个醋对我的意义是。The reason why the vinegar means a lot to her, she says, is because her sister Doyu made it 18 years ago. Doyu was a nun and had been living in a convent, but she'd returned to the village because she was undergoing treatment for cancer. Yao points to the date on the bottles of vinegar, March 12, 2002. That was a pivotal day in our story. About a month earlier, Yao and Doyu's mother had fallen ill with a bad cough. They brought her to the hospital, and the doctors said that it looked like tuberculosis, so they put her in isolation. After about a month, the doctor called the two sisters on March 12th and asked them to come to the hospital. Yao remembers it clearly because it was her birthday. When they arrived, Doyu went inside, but Yao stayed in the car. She said it was hard for her to go into the hospital due to her disability. Doyu brought their mother to the window so that Yao could see her and wave to her. But then Doyu came back down with bad news. She said their mother only had three months to live. The two daughters sat there and cried in the car. Turns out it wasn't tuberculosis. Their mom had lung cancer. 
To this day, Yahoo says every year on her birthday, she's flooded with painful memories. Just then, our chat is interrupted by a traveling salesman selling all sorts of food from the back of his pickup. Things like soy sauce, sweet potatoes, canned goods, frozen dumplings, popsicles. It's a thankful interruption, breaking off Yahoo's sad memories for a moment. But once the truck is gone, Yahoo picks up where she left off. Whenever I think of that day, she says, her voice trails off. Yahoo tells me that her sister had been researching the best ways of creating vinegar and about its health properties. It was a lot of trial and error, making vinegar from all sorts of different things, everything from chili peppers to garlic. And when she was done, she sealed up each container one by one and moved on to the next batch. Yahoo tells me that the containers were stored underneath the bed where her Indonesian domestic caregiver, a woman named Hana, sleeps. They were underneath the bed for years, and Yahoo had long ago forgotten about them. Yahoo's mother eventually passed away, and so did her sister, Doyu. Years later, her father would follow suit, and her little brother. And all the while, those urns of vinegar sat silently beneath the bed. Until... One day, a couple months before I interviewed her, Yahoo suddenly remembered about the vinegar. She and Hana pulled the urns out, opened them up, and tasted them. She decided it was time to use up all the vinegar. She'd seen the effort her sister had put into making it and figured that if they left it to the next generation, no one would care about it as much as she did. Only Yahoo knows the true meaning behind the contents of those urns. She tells me it's a symbol of Doyu's love for her family. Perhaps she hoped that the vinegar would be good for their mother's health. I was curious to know what Yahoo thought the first time she tasted the vinegar. The chili pepper vinegar no longer tastes like chili peppers, she says. It has a sweet, natural flavor. You can dilute it with water and it goes down smooth, she says. I can't help but thinking that that's a metaphor for how time heals painful memories. It's not sour, she says, but it does indeed taste like vinegar. Doyu made the vinegar full of love, hoping that it would heal their family. And she was painstaking in her efforts to keep it clean. Any misstep would result in spoiled vinegar. But Yahoo says that as soon as she opened up the urns years later, she could smell the wonderful fragrance, a clear indicator that it had been made properly. Now, there's writing on the back of the bottles of vinegar, so I ask Yahoo to read it out loud for me. Love one another because God is love. Now, don't forget, Doyu was a nun, a woman of faith. Yahoo tells me that when Doyu was nearing the end of her life, the family gathered together to hold a mass for her. And that's the message that Doyu struggled to impart on her family that day. Love one another because God is love. Yahoo says that when she tastes the vinegar, she can taste all of Doyu's good intentions and the love that she left for their family. But Yahoo didn't want to consume the vinegar all by herself and be the sole recipient of that love. And that's why I'm sharing it with all of you, she says, 
So many people loved Doyu because she had a deep understanding of how to love and care for others. This is all that's left. Once the vinegar is gone, it will be gone. This song is called How Jo Bujian, Long Time No See, by Julia Pong. Second course. Okay, so second course, we'll be sampling these vinegars. That's right, and we have two vinegars. We have some bread that we've toasted, um, and one is a. Let's start with the chili vinegar, chili pepper vinegar. Oh, it is chili pepper. <laughs> is it、But、spicy? It has a plum taste to it too. Plum taste. Yeah. Try it, right?、Mm. It does taste like plums. I know. So maybe the vinegar is made by plum. That's an excellent question. I don't think there's any plums in here. But it has a plum taste to it. I taste the plums. Right. It tastes like a, a rich kind of taste,、mm-hmm. um, and very sweet, sweeter than I expected.、Mm-hmm. About the suto. What is suto? Suto is kind of a pea. It's like a. It's it's grown in a pod, a very very long pod. Oh, okay. It has the vinegary taste. Hmm. So it tastes like vinegar. Right. <laughs> But、That's、it doesn't have a strong suto taste. Suto. As opposed to the other one, it has a strong plum taste. It's hard to tell. It definitely has the sourness of a fermented vinegar. Right. 
but it doesn't have the shu dou flavor to it. And shu dou are sometimes called pigeon peas in English. You know, I have to say these vinegars, they're sweeter than I expected. They have a sweet taste to it, but of course the vinegar kick Zen, like at the end. The vinegar does right? kick in at the end, the sourness of it. Mm -hmm. Of the two of them, which one do you like? I like the one with the the la jiao. The la jiao, you like the chili pepper one. Yeah, it has a plummy and, you know, a little bit of spice. It's not that spicy when you think about, you know, when you hear that it has la jiao, like spiciness to it, but hot chili pepper, it doesn't have that spiciness. You know, what's interesting is like after I have the spicy one later, like it almost has a little bit of a paprika taste to it, like a paprika kind of flavor to it, which is also kind of chili pepper. Mm. But it definitely, you're right about the plums. The plum, right? I taste the plums. Mm -hmm. If you told me this was plum vinegar, I would totally believe it. I know, you. I would believe it. I saw the um, the urns. The urn, She showed me the urns beneath mm -hmm. the stairway, and they're these big big uh, orange colored urns and mm -hmm. I can imagine her pulling out the urns and just smelling like opening them up for the very first time mm -hmm. and smelling that flavor oh you know what mm. speaking of you know what I kept mm -hmm. that was a long time mm. my father's uh, wine white wine really oh like the Chinese, a like, rice wine is it like like uh, it's like distilled like all of his, you know, Chinese, Chinese porcelain, like, you know, baijiu. Wow. Have you tried them? No. We actually give it to him every time we visit his grave. Oh, as an offering, right? Offering. Do you pour it out? I How pour, do you do it? We pour it on his, his grave. Yeah. You know, that's, that's actually a really common thing to do right. in Taiwan so and China. So he had all his liquor like stored in an area and then we saved all of them. Wow. And then every time we go and visit him, me and my brother would pour it over him. And then now we ask our kids to offer it to Gong Gong and Ye Ye. <laughs> mm, that's great. Then yeah. What do they think about it? Do they think it's unusual? No, they're just like, why are we doing this? We're like, Gong Gong and Ye Ye, you know, loves to drink this, you know, when he was like, you know, alive. Like mm. every night he would just pour some and, you know, he cherished them. Like, you know, he wouldn't drink a lot. Every night he would just pour a little cup and enjoys it. Mm. So we save it. It's like a ritual. It's a ritual. Mm. Yeah. You know, when I go into indigenous villages, a lot of times before you drink, you dip your finger in whatever you're drinking and you dab it onto the ground, mm -hmm. like drops of it to the ancestors. Or sometimes you'll just pour out a little bit I onto know. the ground. It's the same. I think it's yeah. the same concept. Yeah. So... We gave it to my dad. Yeah. Mm, that's great. I know. So see, it's like almost 20 years already. The, yeah, since 18, your dad passed? Yeah, 18 years. It's the same as this vinegar, Ellen. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Those memories stay with you. Exactly. So yeah. it's like we don't drink it, but we offer it to him. Right. Mm. And I, yeah. I'm sure he is uh, happy that you do that for him, too. Yeah. For I sure. think he's enjoying it. Yeah. That's great. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to go into a song. This is called Chida Nida Shangwei. Remembering Your Smell. Mm -hmm. And it's by Chou Yu Le. That's right. When we come back in just a moment, we're going to be talking about things that get better with age. Okay. <laughs> Shall 
You're listening to Feast Meets West. Third course. Okay, so things that get better with age.、Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I think people definitely get better with age. I think, I think people、so. grow wiser. They have experiences, and they, they deal with things, you know, better.、Mm-hmm. Because when you're young, you sometimes get emotional, or you just rush into things, you know, making decisions.、Mm. And because of your life experience, and because your wisdom that you've grown, I guess you know when you do things, you think twice,、mm. right? When it comes to foods, I think also things get better with age. Some things,、right. like we've talked about vinegar, we've talked about wine, and the quality of life.、Mm-hmm. I think it gets better with age. Hopefully, you have a little、yes. bit of money saved up so you can treat yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and what else? What about like things from pop culture, like going back and watching TV? Do you think those things age well or not so much? I think so. I still like the music, you know, from the eighties,、mm, yeah. better than you know the music I hear now. <laughs> Even you know the 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 music that we hear, not whether it's in English or from Taiwan,、mm. you know, the pop music.、Mm. Don't you think, like,、oh, you know,、absolutely. music from the eighties is much better than what we hear now? Well, I feel like a lot of times music now is overthought. Like、right. it's like too much thought has gone or into. Or too simple. Is this going to sell well? Like, or is too people going to buy it? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, yep. I think that those songs are really sung from the heart in、right. the seventies, eighties. And I guess you know, like festivals, you appreciate it more now、mm. than when you were little. Yeah, like family traditions, I think get、right. better with age. Uh huh.、Yeah. You feel more appreciative of it.、Mm, Christmas does it、right. get better with age? Chinese New Year. I think friendship. Friendship. Ooh, you cherish friendship and family、mm. more. What do they say? New friends are like silver. Old friends are as、mm-hmm. good as gold. Right.、Uh, yeah. I believe. Look at us, Alan Chu. I know. How long have we been friends for? Ever. At least twenty years. I know. The other day, <laughs> Ryan was asking me. You know, it's like they switch class like every year. So he's like, "Mommy, you know, I have friends like you know last year, but this year we're in a different class. So you know, it seems like you don't get to be with those friends anymore. And those friends start to make new friends, and you need to make yourself to meet new people. So he said, 'How are we gonna have like BFF?'" <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, you know,、mm. it's like switching around. If someone is stuck with you, even though they're not with you in the same class, then you know that person is your BFF. BFF, absolutely.、Right? So it doesn't have to be like you know they could be switching around classes, but if this person, no matter if he's in the same class or not, they're still with you, then you know that person is BFF.、Mm. And I said,、like, oh, okay. That's a great way to put it, actually. Right. It's funny because sometimes I think that your BFFs, you, when you first meet them, you don't realize it, right?、Mm-hmm. But after a while, after five years, ten years, twenty、mm-hmm. years, you're like, oh wow,、mm. we turned out to be BFFs, didn't we? Right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know immediately, right? You have a connection with somebody、right. instantly, but I like those ones where you don't know until it's sitting in your lap. Right. I mean, not figuratively. I mean, figuratively, not literally. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's our look at things that age with time.、Mm-hmm. We're gonna leave you with our addresses. 
It's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Email us at androo at rti.org.tw. Do you think our show gets better with age? Definitely it does. Good answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, well, join us next week. We're going to have another fantastic show for you. But first, we're going to bring you September 99. I think that maybe people have heard this song before. Do you remember... There was a time in September, but this is going to be the remix. It's the Earth, Wind, and Fire song that you know, but with a remix by Fats and Small. Okay. For Feast Suits Us, I'm Andrew Ryan. And this is Ellen Chu. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. 
in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. Thank you.